Welcome to the Start, Scale, Succeed podcast with me, your host, Nicole Higgins, the Buy and Retail Coach, sharing tips, advice, and insight from entrepreneurs that have just launched to multi-million pound business owners. We will be discussing the challenges they faced, advice they would give, and the milestones they achieved and how they got there. Also joining me will be a broad range of experts with some tips and practical how-tos, episodes that will help your business grow and to enable you to live the life you crave. The types of experts that you'll hear from will be those that you will find beneficial as you start and scale your business, from branding and social media experts to mindset coaches in PR and marketing. There will also be solo episodes from me discussing a variety of topics from sourcing to maximizing the profit in your business. So you own a product business. You know you want to focus more on ads, but you're not sure. Do you use an agency? Do you hire in-house? Do you try and do it yourself? Or do you get some freelance support? Today, I am joined by Anna Frapwell, founder of digital marketing agency, Neon Digital Clicks. Anna has over 20 years industry experience working at one of the world's biggest ad agencies and in-house for some well-known household names, and is also a previous guest of the Start, Scale, Succeed podcast. And today we are going to be looking about all of those and the questions you should ask yourself about using an agency, what might be the red flags, and just so that you've got that knowledge of what you need to do, whether it is do it yourself, use an agency, get the freelance support. Anna, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you very much for having me. Really excited about this one. You're like a veteran guest now. Yeah, you've been on the <laughs> I podcast. Love it though. You, should, you should do my job. You should be on the other side now. You've been on the, on the podcast so many times. But you know, we were talking before we started recording about how there's a lot of confusion about when you should use an agency. And I think there's a lot of different grades of agencies. I don't know whether that's mm. the right term to use, but different mm-hmm. types of agencies and that do different things for for a product business. So when is a product business ready to use an agency? Sure. Just going back a step, I think, you know, it's quite an interesting one because we started talking about this topic because it was coming up from you and me. And we were having, you know, I was getting people asking me when when are they ready? And we were getting on calls with potential leads. And sometimes they weren't remotely ready. Sometimes they were ready. And it was kind of like, actually, nothing's being talked about this specifically. And it's a real question that so many businesses have. So in terms of kind of when someone's ready to use an agency, obviously you can use an agency whenever you want to use an agency, but there are certain things that I think need to be in place before you start considering that partnership. I would say you need to be in either one of two places. You need to either financially be generating a revenue of around 30k a month, 50k a month, whether you've got to that point through sort of organic sales or whether you've been working with freelancers, however you've got to that point, but you are generating that kind of revenue on a monthly basis and you are in a point in your business where you're seriously ready to start taking going to the next level and you're scaling. So essentially you've started, you're ready to scale and succeed. So that's where you need to be. Or it could be that you're earlier on in that stage but you've got investment and that investment has specifically been put into your business for the purpose of marketing. So, so many, there are investors that will support businesses with that marketing side of things. So you might not necessarily be making that kind of revenue, but you have the investment there to put into marketing and you're not kind of holding the purse strings, panicking about spend and things like that. It's also imperative that you have a product market fit so that you've got to that point where you know that there is an audience ready and waiting to buy. Because essentially, if you haven't got that product market fit and you haven't got, um, again, also profitability in your business, an agency is not going to fix that. 
the best yeah. marketer in the whole entire world will not fix profitability, product market fit when you've got to kind of that point in your business. So this is a really nuanced question in a lot of ways because it can depend on so many different factors. If you've got a product that is it has no lifetime value to it, you know, someone's not going to come back and keep repurchasing from you, then you need to have a higher margin in your product because you know you've got to be able to sell that make money from it and know that they're not coming back so we do work with some baby brands that you know by the very nature of it being a baby brand you're going to buy it once and you're not going to buy it again so it's really important that you have a really good strong margin in there so we look at anything from sort of 70 percent in that kind of situation but then there are other businesses that we work with that have a really long lifetime value and you know certainly like some of the women's wear brands that we work with they have built really loyal customer base and their margins don't need to be quite so big because they have people coming back and it may be that you bring someone in on a new customer order and actually then they buy some clothes and then they come back in the sale to pick up things that they didn't buy when they first that first collection dropped and then you're kind of nurturing them along the way and then they they're excited about the next drop so they buy from the next drop so you've kind of got that opportunity to and and then the margins can be slightly smaller but we'd still be looking at sort of 50 70% margin is what we'd be looking at and that doesn't necessarily have to be across the whole of their product range. It could be no, no. on their bestsellers, the ones that you're going to promote in the ads, the ones yeah. generally, depending on what the brief is, whether it's new customer yeah. acquisition or whether it's retention. Yeah. You know, Exactly so. that. And that's a really important point because that's the kind of next point in terms of when are you ready to bring on an agency? You know stuff like that about your business. You know what the best sellers are. You know where the profitability is in your products. So you can afford to pay to acquire a customer. So how much could you spend to acquire a customer? What's the lifetime value of that customer? So that's kind of like the, the number three point out of four is making sure you know your numbers. And then the fourth one would be having a really realistic expectation of what it's like to work with a, an agency in a partnership, because this isn't about working with a freelancer, doing it yourself. You know, there are some excellent freelancers out there, but this is about, you know, you really need to trust in that agency that they are partnering with you for the your ultimate kind of success and achieving your goals so you're not micromanaging them you're not kind of writing copy or you're not approving every piece of copy because when an agency works really really well they have some autonomy over that because they work with you to get your branding right they work with you to get your tone right they get all of that signed off and then there's a certain level of trust in a partnership that we are doing what we need to do to make you succeed based on our knowledge and skill sets yeah, so you kind of let them go and do their kind of thing so that you can focus on as a... As a exactly. As a your, your, your exactly. And that's the thing, isn't it? So many businesses will get to that point so well of 30K, 50K, and they're spinning all these plates and they're kind of frantic and they're managing multiple freelancers. One's working on Google ads, one's working on email, one's working on Facebook ads, or they're doing it themselves in-house. And, I mean, we all know how much mental load that takes and it's not you know ultimately unlikely to be your skill set as the product-based business owner you know it's your skill set is in creating this business around you know choosing the products all of those kind of other elements you need specialists to take on the marketing side of it 
So they're the kind of things that I'd be thinking about, you know, am I ready? And if you have those in place and you are ready, you're going out, you're trying to find, there's a lot of agencies out there, you know, mm. you're trying to find right, what's the best fit for you. What are the questions that you should be asking that agency? Yeah. So, I mean, I think in terms of how to choose an agency, what I would be thinking about is, like you say, there are so many agencies out there and there's so many things that you can look for in an agency as well. I'd be looking around, I'd be checking social media pages, I'd be asking for recommendations. And then what all agencies should do is offer a fit call and it's kind of like a 30 minute call. And that call really is about you finding out about that agency but then them also finding out about you. So it's where they should be finding out about your business, finding out about your goals, finding out about what makes you tick, finding out about some of your numbers, some of your information, because during that call, they should be assessing. It's a bit like an interview for a job. You know, it's a two-way thing. So that agency should be assessing whether you're someone that they can work with and achieve your goals. But also you should be looking at that in terms of, do you have the right chemistry? Do you have trust in this person? Do you think they can also do what it takes to to achieve your goals? And then that's where it leads into what questions should you ask? I'd be doing things like finding out about the team. When you work with the team, will you be working with a junior or will you be working with people that are specialists in that particular field? You know, lots of questions that we get asked are sometimes not actually the right questions, but I can understand what they're trying to find out. So quite often we're a remote based agency. So we'll get asked things like, you know, where is everyone? Because there's this kind of preconception that everyone has to be in the same office for it to be a really great agency. But actually, if you flip that on that head on its head, if you're working with a remote based agency, we don't have parameters in terms of geographical area. We recruit the team based on their skills and it's not a cost-saving exercise and I think that's another kind of arm is some some agencies will do it for a cost-saving exercise and that's where it comes to you know understanding whether they're juniors whether they're button pushers that are working on accounts or is have the team been employed because they're specialists in their area and once you open up that geographical area you know you've you're bringing in the real skill because you're you're going where that skill is you're not saying oh they have to be within this radius because we need them to come into the office so i think that it's knowing why you're asking some of these questions what type of clients do they work with again if you speak to an agency and they are generally and this is lower fee agencies if you speak to an agency and they are working with e-commerce they're working with i um double glazing companies they're working with coaches they're working with dentists you know if you speak to an agency working across all of those different things usually not always usually they are very much process driven they've got a high churn rate with their clients which is another question you can ask how long do you work with clients for generally on on an average basis how long do clients stay and usually those type of agencies it's kind of like it's like a jack of all trade master of none So you kind of want someone that is specialising. So they are an e-commerce agency. They're a service-based agency and they will then have kind of have a real craft around what they're doing. Just on the churn rate, what's the, for a a good agency, Mm -hmm. what's the expected length of a client relationship i know it can be years or it can be it can yeah i mean like we've got clients we've been working with for sort of four years you know and i think and clients that's the other thing to also keep in mind so everything has is slightly nuanced as well because sometimes clients churn for very specific reasons you know they've decided they've grown so much that they've built out a marketing department 
So, yeah. you know, so there are reasons. So I would, you know, there is a little bit of take it with a pinch of salt because, you know, if the agency has scaled someone, but if you're speaking to an agency and, you know, they've not got anyone lasting beyond six months or, you know, that's kind of, mm, red flag. that's not great. Yeah. Bit mm-hmm. of a red flag, that one. Definitely. Are you ready to scale your e-commerce store? Want to do it without having to wear yet another hat and become a digital marketing expert? This episode is brought to you by Neon Digital Clicks, the paid traffic partner for family and women's e-commerce brands wanting to scale their stores from five-figure to six-figure months using Meta, Google, and Klaviyo marketing services. Neon is offering listeners a free scaling audit worth £3,000. So whether your sales have plateaued or you're looking for growth, this is a great opportunity to lift the lid on your business and identify where the opportunities are hiding. Head to scalingglow.com to discover just how much revenue you could scale your store to this year. So what are the other things then that you should be asking that agency or that they should be asking you? Yeah, so I'd be wanting, you know, certain things that you can ask to see. So if an agency hasn't shared with you case studies, if an agency hasn't shared with you testimonials, you can certainly ask for those. Don't be shocked. This is the other thing is don't be shocked if an agency is not prepared to put you in contact with a client. Because if you think about the number, A, if you think about yourself as a client, would you want loads of people phoning you all the time to ask you about the agency you're working with? Probably not. You also you know, a lot of agencies will get lots of leads all the time. So if everyone's asking to speak to clients, it's, you know, it's not going to be great. So making sure that agency does have testimonials, though, is really important. And then also the other thing just to to mention, which I haven't covered is, you know, we found sometimes on calls with leads, we'll be asking questions and they're like, why do you need to know that? Well, that's kind of sensitive information. Why are you asking me that? And actually, if another red flag, talking about red flags, another red flag is if an agency isn't asking those probing questions, that's a red flag. Because if they're not asking you what your website conversion rate is, what your profit margins are, what your revenue is, what your seasonality is, what your lifetime values are, all of these kind of numbers-based questions, which are really important to understanding whether you can actually support a business to scale and grow, then they're just pulling numbers in terms of fee out of thin air. They're giving you false promises because they don't know if they can achieve what you want to achieve. They don't know your foundation. They don't know. They have no idea. If they're not asking to look at your ad accounts, if they're not asking to look at your Google Analytics, if they're not asking to look at your email platform, they are literally telling you the same thing they've told another lead. You know, they're not thinking about your business and how your business functions and then talking to you in terms of, okay, so this is what we can do for you. And I would also expect an agency to be quite challenging on a call. So if there are things that actually are going to be a bottleneck to your success, they're telling you, you know, it's not kind of giving you all these false promises all the time. They're, They're being realistic about what's possible and what's achievable. How soon should you expect to see results? Yes. Yeah, it's a good question. I think again, this is this is very dependent on where you are in your business and what you've done already. So if you were coming straight into like paid traffic, you come straight into that, you've not done it before, you'd got your business organically to a certain point and now you're ready to put some investment behind scaling. That's going to take longer because you've got no data there. There's no testing that's happened. There's no nothing for someone to go on in terms of this is what happens when you put money behind it. So you've got to think about it in terms of three to six months before you start to 
really see some really solid data that can then be utilized for more scale and growth. Sometimes that happens a lot quicker. It's not a kind of one rule fits all. Sometimes you can have an incredible product market fit. It's just been sitting there waiting for someone to put some money behind it and it soars. But realistically, that's what you need to be thinking about. If you've already got a lot of data there, you've already kind of having success, but maybe you're plateauing and you're not scaling. Maybe you've got a really good return, repeat customer rate, but you're not bringing in new customer acquisitions. Sometimes you can see that a lot faster. So we generally say, you know, that testing initial phase is three months. And if you are chopping and changing an agency within three months, there's either been really big problems in terms of your kind of relationship with the client, with the agency, or you've been a problematic client, which does happen sometimes, but you're not being realistic. You're wasting money because the ad agency has to, each agency has to start again and again. A hundred percent. Yeah. You're never getting past that. sometimes... Yeah. And sometimes like we've had it with clients where we've, they've been working with a previous agency and things have been set up wrong. So another red flag actually is if your agency is setting up your Google Analytics under their name, if they are setting up your ad account under their name, if your pixel is owned by them, your pixel is a piece of code that sits on your website that helps with Facebook traffic. If those things are being owned by an agency, massive red flag, do not let them do that. And we've had clients that come to us where a previous agency has owned all of these things. And that can take two months to unpick all of that. It can take a month to unpick it. And then it can take a month to kind of get it to a point where it's starting to do what it needs to do well you've lost two months there so you know it's is there any reason that agencies or people that are doing ads do that is it just really poor it's really poor practice it you know it's it's convenient it's I don't know I don't like to think in this way but it ties the client it ties the client to an agency you know if you yeah they own everything and it's your business you own your your data, you're buying the data, and that's your data sits on things like Google Analytics, your data sits on things like Pixels. You own that data, and agency should not own that data. You're paying for it, it's yours. And if you are feeling, so if you're a product business and you feel that you've you've signed up with an agency, but then you know, three to six months in, you're feeling that it's not right for you, what's the best way to approach that? So um, getting, I, out, getting out of the situation, I suppose. Yeah, I think. Again, a really important question to ask in those early days is when you're having those kind of calls is how do you report? So, for example, as an agency, we will send a weekly report, which is a top line. You know, this is what we've been doing over the last seven days. This is what we're worried about if there's something we're worried about. And this is what we're doing to fix that. This is what's going incredibly well. We're going to scale this. This is what our focus will be for the next seven days. And so that kind of comes through every week. So that means that you kind of don't get to that point where you're three months in and thinking, because you're having open communication constantly all the time and I would look for an agency partner that you feel you can have open conversations with early on because that agency should be working with you to kind of support your growth and also you know there is an element of sometimes we do have to jump in and kind of explain things to clients because you can make an assumption that a client understands something that they might not necessarily understand and so there's a lot of fear going on and you don't want to get to that point where you're feeling fearful because you don't yeah. understand. But so 
I think the the clarity, the communication, and just making sure that clients kind of feel safe is really important. And then you don't get to that point where you're thinking three months in, oh my God. So as a client, then one of the questions you would be asking is how often are you reporting? How often yeah, are you yeah, How often yeah. are you back? What does that report look like? What do I get to find yeah. out? Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I would avoid as a client wanting to know every single detail. That's the other thing. I think sometimes there's this feeling of needing to know the detail, but not understanding why you need the detail or what that actually means in a broader context. Because when you're getting kind of things like click through rates and cost per clicks and all of these metrics and numbers, it's kind of it's too much information. You almost like so our weekly updates will give a top line overview of what is going on, where the best, biggest levers are to pull, where the opportunities are, where the bottlenecks are. And it's like having this conversation around this is what's really important right now for you and your business. Let us handle those little kind of nuances and bits and bobs that are going on because, you know, you might have heard something from a podcast that yeah, yeah. might not necessarily be right for your business and you can end up with your agency spending ages kind of working on something that isn't right for you and your business. And then monthly strategy calls are where you take that kind of more of that detail because the other thing is you can't look at data on a day-by-day, week-by-week basis because you have to look at it over a longer window. Things change and fluctuate all the time. It's like you can't wake up one day, look at, you know, look at yourselves and think, oh my God, yesterday was terrible. You have to look at it over a bigger window, you know, it, over seven days. The average, was it terrible? No, it was brilliant. Okay, let's not worry about the fact that Tuesday when it was, I don't know, something awful happened in the news meant that nothing happened in your business. Let's not, let's let's put this into context and look in a wider period. And what would you say your other red flags would be? If you feel like what someone's telling you sounds too good to be true, you know, that's often a bit of a red flag. I think part of the problem when you get on a sales call with an agency is you can feel like, oh, my God, it's amazing. And they can achieve all these results and they can do that for me. And they've said they can. And those kind of things, I think you need to be talking to an agency that's being really realistic. And again, that plays back into kind of understanding your KPIs and your numbers. The other things that not necessarily a red flag, but you need to have a better understanding of or keep in your mind as a product-based business. Is if you're speaking to an agency and they're saying, oh, we get a ROAS, a return on investment of a 10. So for every pound you put in, we get 10 pounds back for this kind. And we can do that for you. There's just so much in that and so much nuance in that that you can't guarantee. So if someone's making you guarantees, I would say that is a red flag because you can't until you start running ads, you start working with the data, you start working with a business. Every single business is different. You can see that we've scaled business or an agency has said, you know, we've done these things for a business and we've profitably grown them. You know, they're things that I'd be looking to find out about, not actually what was that individual's results on this particular campaign, because that means nothing to you and your business. And in terms of ad spend, will an agency 
kind of say, right, okay, well, based on this on ad, ad spend, we could probably get that. So then if you, and then when they're working with them, right, if we increase the ad spend by 20%, this is then the expected turnover we would get on that. This is, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So you can do that. Again, it's not, you know, there's no, until you get in an account, you start running things, you don't know for definite. So one of the things that we do as part of our process, when we're talking to a new lead is we have an ads calculator and it's a really good tool because what it enables us to do is say okay this is where you are in terms of your revenue this is where you want to be we put those figures in that means that you need to sell this much more in your business okay great this is what your conversion rate is on your website right okay so then therefore you need to get this much traffic running to your website and we drill down all we take all of the the figures and you know and if you're getting a click-through rate of this this is how much traffic you know it, it, it breaks everything down so you can actually see how those numbers stack up and work and this is a predicted return on ad spend we can get for you but then what we can do with that calculator is we then fiddle around with the numbers so yeah for example if we've got um, a lead that we're speaking to and their conversion rate on the website is really poor those numbers aren't going to look very good but we can then show them okay if you improved some things on your website and improved the conversion rate on your website and you took it from say a one or sometimes you know even below one we have we hear from people if you take it from that and you get it up to sort of a 2.5 Oh my goodness, look what happens. So we can do those kind of things and help people to understand their numbers from a paid traffic context and how everything works together to achieve an output. Yeah, and I think it's important to say it's not a magic pill, you know, in terms of working with an agency. You're not just handing them over the success. You're not going, right, okay, make my business successful. You as an owner need to, like you say, make the changes on the website or... Make sure that you're selling in some way, in your way, every every day to, yeah. to make sure that people are coming to, you know, the your website, coming to mm-hmm. into your mix and mortar store, whatever it might be, so that you're pushing and selling and marketing. Mm-hmm. And just because you hire an agency doesn't mean that you no, can they're not gonna make wave a magic wand and fix. So what I sometimes say to people is, you know, what will happen when you start to seriously invest in paid advertising and looking at scaling your business is you're going to you're about to shine a massive spotlight on your business now you're either gonna shine a spotlight on those of cracks across your business that you didn't know were there but brilliant you've got the opportunity to fix them you've identified them quickly because you will you identify them really quickly you can then fill those cracks and you know scale your business or you find out actually isn't it amazing and you scale and grow because you didn't have you had really solid foundations so there are certain things that you can identify and pick up on prior to investing in ads but sometimes they will shine a huge spotlight and you'll go, oh, didn't know about that crack there. Let's fix that one. Oh, didn't know about that. Because it's all part of this partnership of going, okay, so this is working. This isn't, this is what we do about it. Okay, next, right. We've got that working. Now we need to get this working and we're working together to get you to the place where you want to be. And you do a free audit for businesses, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. a little bit about scaling globe. Yeah, so it's a it's scale and glow is about kind of understanding where you are in your business. So you'd get when you make an inquiry, you'll have a questionnaire to complete. You'll have to answer lots of questions about your business, about your goals, and off the back of that, we can work out whether you're in the right place to start working with us. If you're in the right place to start working with us, we'll have an initial call where it's that fit call. It's like, do you like us? Do we like you? 
And let's find out a bit more about your business. And we will go through loads of questions about it will feel like an interrogation, asking you all of your numbers, asking you all of your details. We'll then get access to your accounts, so your platforms, so your ad accounts, your Google Analytics, your website platform, all of those things. And we go away and the team gets together and we have a look at what's going on in your business, where the bottlenecks might be, where the opportunity is, where things aren't may, maybe aren't working. That's where sometimes we identify that someone else owns your pixel, that needs fixing. All of these things we find out and we identify. And then we come back together and we then talk about what we've seen, what we've found, where the opportunities are, where the bottlenecks are. And we also talk about, we go through that calculator that I mentioned where we talk about, okay, this is how it looks now. And this is how it could look in the future. And this is what we can do. And it's just a really great process. And then at that point, you've got all this information to go away with. You've got each, you know, you then know, okay, we need to fix these things. Okay, let's go away and fix them. So it's brilliant. It's a brilliant process. And we'll link that in the show notes, but it's for those listening, it's www.scaleandglow.com. And Anna, where can people find you? Yeah, so find us on Instagram is a really great place. Lots of people find us there. And we are at Neon Digital Clicks on Instagram. You can find us in the same place on Facebook. You can find me on LinkedIn, um, Anna Fratwell on LinkedIn. And also we've got the agency on there as well. So lots of places where you can find us. And any parting words for people that are listening when they are thinking about yeah I think just make sure so go into it with the just think okay I'm going into this to find a partner for my business and I and and in order to do that they need to know these things but I need to know these things and you know feel confident that you I mean it's just the important bits or as always I think I say this every time (laughs) know your numbers have a really good understanding of your numbers and have that product market fit. If you've got that, go for it. Find a partner that is going to help you achieve, achieve the success and stop and take all that pressure off. You know, that's how it should feel. It should feel like you're working with a partner who has got your back and they're taking the pressure off and they're scaling and growing your business and you can focus on the bits that you love and the reason why you started your business in the first place. Well, thank you very much for all your wonderful tips and advice. Thank you. Again, next week with another great guest. And if you have enjoyed the episode, I'd love for you to leave a review so more people can find Start, Scale, Succeed podcast. Thanks very much, Anna. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Start, Scale, Succeed. If you've enjoyed today, I would love for you to leave a review and I will see you again next week. If you'd like to hear more from me, your host, Nicole Higgins, you can follow me on Instagram at The Buying Retail Coach. Check out my website, www.thebuyingretailcoach.com or find me on LinkedIn. All the links are below in the show notes. And don't forget to subscribe to my newsletter, The Step, for lots of helpful tips and advice.